0: All right, second try. We're going to uh <laughs> you sent me a a kind of perplexing and upsetting email earlier. So, while we're trying to going to try to keep this show short, I did want to touch on this because it is it, I think it touches on a couple of relevant points in society right now. So, you sent me um an email titled announcing guys flavor town tailgate Las Vegas dash better with Pepsi. Better with Pepsi. Yeah. So, I don't know which comedian this was, and I'm sure I've brought it up on the show before. But isn't like Pepsi's marketing slogan "Is Pepsi all right?" question mark Like, anytime somebody mentions Pepsi, it's usually an, in an apologetic way. Nobody's ever excited to talk about Pepsi, but apparently Guy Fieri is.
1: Yeah the, the the main time I ever hear Pepsi is when at a restaurant and someone orders a Coke or a Diet Coke, and yeah. the response is "Is Pepsi okay?"
0: yeah like it's it's a conciliatory or it's an apologetic nobody nobody's ever leading with pepsi no yeah uh except guy um (laughs) so this is like i i don't know if there's a way you can hyperlink to this like sometimes emails have a hey you can view this in the browser thing maybe you can see if there's a link for that um wait you are receiving this email because you signed up with medium rare what's medium rare
1: I, I'm. I actually was wondering that when I sent this to you, exactly what what mailing list I got on. I, um, I know you once bought a shirt. That's pro yeah. During the pandemic, he was he was selling a a shirt in part for a restaurant relief fund, and I I think it might go back to that.
0: Yeah, but I'm. Yeah, I mean so, it doesn't
1: matter. I'm happy to be on Mr. Fieri's email list. It's great, Fieri. <laughs> You you do say it better than me.
0: Well, I think I say it the way that honors is heritage of flavorfulness.
1: Um, of, so I can't click on like this email. I'm a little afraid to, and that's just let's do it.
0: Oh, no, don't because in your that's going to be in your search history and then all the the, the Facebook pixel all oh. you're going to get targeted
1: ads for Oh, Carlos. Just, I I'm not going to click it. So, well, so I'm actually so I'm not going to put a link to the um email in the notes because there's a website which is what the email links to
0: slash the and experience. if
1: you if you thought there was a lot to unpack with the email wait okay. until you see the full website
0: <laughs> let me oh turn on my work vpn hold on uh because like this whole thing is upsetting and we're, we're going to put a 90 <laughs> second cap on this conversation because i don't want to be talking about this but Welcome to flavor. It's got the thing like, you know, like on a, on an Apple product page where when you scroll, things move around like it's disassembling the Mac Pro. It's Guy Fieri with his frosted tips disassembling or conjuring together a hamburger with some pretty disgusting uh, American cheese on there. The only reason I brought this up because I and I don't want to say this out loud because it's going to feel like an unfair comparison. But there's another celebrity uh, that I actually have very strong feelings for. Not, not in that way, but that I feel like maybe is a, a bit overexposed right now or a bit co-branded. And every part of this is ultra co-branded. So a few things, it's got references to uh, restaurants you've seen, as seen on Trip D. Uh, apparently, Fieri has custom concepts. And like if you just keep scrolling, I is Diplo is the one that's the bootleg Skrillex, right?
1: I could not, could not tell you. I'm not sure.
0: I'm pretty sure he's like a, a techno type, or he or he's he's doing the heavy drops. But him and somebody named Dustin Lynch. But then, literally here, because this is this is like marketing language that normally they hide from people. But there are branded experiences. You can get his trash can nachos sponsored by Cash App. I was just just looking pre- presented by Cash App. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah things things aren't sponsored by uh, that was oh man i forgot where it was but <laughs> so in like the d2c world or places where you you have like um like you have experiences you, you don't have like branded booths or advertising opportunities you have activation mm-hmm. events brand activation events yep yep um and those experiences are always presented by
1: my oh my um, favorite is um when top chef during their introduction furnished um, by furnished by yeah furnished
0: I really oh like that. can can you not let me forget because just put a pin in pellegrino because we're going to get back to that when we talk about your boy tyler
1: oh okay um, yeah
0: so uh, you can get guys kobe beef sliders i actually resent that one because i make uh fantastic truffle uh sorry brioche kobe beef sliders with a uh, black truffle
1: aioli it takes like a day of work, but it's so fucking good. I'm so proud of it. Yeah, but they don't feature Guy's secret recipe, Carlos.
0: Yeah, Guy can go take, take a hike.
1: Oh um, and then, uh, yeah,
0: mouthwatering came day tenders. <laughs> so all this, oh, you can ride a mechanical bill uh, bull too. But if, so I have a strong aversion to uh actually sorry hatred of las vegas cuz i feel like it is everything that i that i find gross and distasteful is kind of like the center point of las vegas actual quick uh, quick sidebar what do you what's your 22nd feeling about the sphere
1: um i'm excited to go i don't i mean i don't really love who it's owned by but I, wait I'm, who's it who's oh no who's it owned by uh james dolan and his
0: Google. oh the in the in the straight shooters
1: the and the what no, i don't i don't get that reference
0: so james dolan is the piece of shit that owns the um the the knicks correct. or he owns he, he owns madison square garden and i think he also owns in the Knicks. correct yep. but but he owns so if you google james dolan and the straight shooters he has or it might be the straight shot hold on what is it called sorry his, he has a band called jd and the straight shot Where because he's uh, an ultra wealthy person, he pays like talent, like actually people with talent, like session musicians, to just be his backing band, so that he can play like just boomer rock and live out his fantasy of people having to listen to him play shitty music. So he, so this ultra wealthy man who got most of his money by owning Cablevision, which became Altis Communications, I think. Does all this check out? I think so.
1: I'm not sure, and I, I'm not sure I even want to have this in my Google search history.
0: Yeah. So James Dolan was previously CEO of Cablevision, founded by his father until its sale to European telecom conglomerate Altis. Yeah. So he he's in a band called JD and the, and the Straight Shot, and it's some of the cringiest, most terrible music you can ever imagine. Mm anyway so i did not know it was owned by him and also that guy's terrible also because he uses uh facial recognition technology against people he doesn't like or have um issues with his companies and he uses them that to exclude people from being able to go to events at madison square garden as as featured
1: on an episode of the daily you're correct
0: was it Mm -hmm. okay um yeah so so he's a bad person but i did not know the sphere was owned by him it is and i don't even mean like an immersive event inside of it i just mean like do you think it looks neat from the outside or do you think it's kind of dumb?
1: No, I think it looks neat. I I'm I'm into it.
0: Uh, okay. But but you you're predisposed to like Las Vegas in general. I
1: am. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, haven't been since before the pandemic and and miss it dearly.
0: So, actually I think the website is actually less helpful than this. Oh, well no, you can go to the website and you can go to partners. And also there's a link to if you do want to partner with Guy and he's standing there in a very friendly business person pose. But if you go to partners and uh, you can click there because at the bottom of the email you sent me, it just had all these brands. So he is partnering with Pepsi, Cash App and Visa, Bud Light, whatever Celsius is, Papa John's, The Problematic Pizza, uh, your favorite charcoal briquette company. Um, Weren't they an example of shrinkflation?
1: Oh, yeah, they sure were. Uh,
0: King's Hawaiian Rolls, that makes a lot of sense. That's actually brand synergy, I think, is great. Uh, Tyson Foods, the people who make the chicken nuggets that are only maybe 40% chicken. And, uh, oh, the the reason I thought this was really funny is, wait, what? Guy Fieri, in partnership with Two Roads Brewing Company, is excited to bring Flavortown spiked... uh,
1: in the on the going back to the partner with guy page the the picture of him putting the sauce yeah. on the on the trash can nachos is is it's just awesome i love it and he is smoking a cigar in one two yeah three, no i hate that four, no i'm gonna i'm gonna five, five of the 10 pictures
0: I'm going to close that because I actually, <laughs> because that's, that's behavior. Actually, I, I, uh, no, oh, see, why can't they just have the one of him looking like a, a grocer American Paul Hollywood, like the one <laughs> of him next to the pizza oven. He looks cool. He looks it like, looks like a fun guy, but I just think everybody like no, nobody photographs well in modern day era smoking a cigar. I guess is my, especially during the daytime. I don't know. But no, it's, it's the, the, there were so many, there were like 20 brand logos at the very bottom of that email.
1: There's a, there's a lot of, a lot of activations happening here for sure.
0: Yeah. I hate it.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Well, what was the time cap we put on this?
0: 90 seconds. How long was this? 12 minutes? Who cares? Oh, that was the other (laughs) thing. Sorry. No. So I got, I got distracted by, uh, was it spiked guy? Wait, no. Hold on. Partners
1: do they actually oh they actually have yeah. they yeah. actually have the like specific food and stuff that's going to be here man we could do, we could do a whole show on this
0: but no my my main thing is that uh cuz i've been listening to more shows on the ringer and we've talked about the fact that bill simmons will do ads for something called and you have to say it slowly tick pick you have to make sure you really enunciate the the consonants careful, there got
1: to be careful with that yeah
0: but i found it i found it funny that that tick
1: pick is um a partner with
0: him All right
1: how do how do I get how do I get Flavor Town spiked is that exclusive to this event can I it's
0: probably all the unsold Spindrift spiked and they just slapped it down the label on it <laughs> <laughs> because my because my review sunk them they're <laughs> like well if he doesn't like it yeah oh, I don't goodness. it's it, it's never expanded to here so maybe it actually didn't do well because I remember I had to go I when I was in Orange County I had to go to a Trader Joe's in Newport Beach to go find
1: it so. It's a um, very, very competitive space. Mm-hmm. You can you know, right. add, add, Maybe last note on Guy's Flavortown yeah. Tailgate, there is some sort of VIP package or something that you can get, it seems like, that includes all-you-can-eat food and an open bar curated by Guy Fieri. and there's something featured called guy's nacho rama <laughs> and this also Guy, fe- sorry, features nacho, what? nacho rama and this also features the uh, the picture of him very enthusiastically putting the various sauces on on the trash can nachos this is this is great he- this this website is a national treasure put this in the smithsonian
0: you know, even though Pete Wells is kind of a schmuck, I I kinda wanna go read his review of um Guy's New York Kitchen or whatever it was again.
1: That's yeah, it's it's really good.
0: Yeah. Like the guy overall like the reviewer the is stinks, but um oh, so it's permanently closed and it has a two point eight review on Yelp. That's, yeah, that one okay.
1: closed and I was I think I think Guy actually had another one of those restaurants in Las Vegas, pretty close to like where where this thing is, if I remember correctly. But I, I don't know if that one's there, either. And I've I've never never been to one, which I mean shame shame on me.
0: Uh, the Google reviews. Nice atmosphere, decent food, good wines. That's what I expect at Guy Fieri's. <laughs>
1: good, good wines, definitely. Quo-
0: yeah. Quote, Guy Fieri's bustling 500-seat venue. Yeah, are you? Yeah. Is that Las Vegas? Is that still open? I I don't know. Again, I've only ever driven through Nevada once and stayed in the suburbs of Las Vegas because it was the cheapest Airbnb when I was driving between Utah and San Francisco. So never again, hopefully, if I play my cards right. Flavortown
1: hotspots. Um how do okay. I the, We said this would be Flavortown. a Flavortown? Wait,
0: hold on. <laughs> hold on. Oh I, no, hold on. Under guys New York Kitchen. Sorry. I'm gonna take a screenshot of this. How you know the people also ask section?
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, the second question: How many Michelin stars does Guy
1: Fieri have? Fucking zero. I, so I, I can't. I'm I'm going to give you another another stat to blow your mind here, Carlos. Guess how many Flavortown Kitchen locations there are.
0: I honestly thought that was just one.
1: I that's kind of what I thought too. Take 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 a guess. Well, the way you're
0: framing it is, I'm, is, I'll be dumb if I guess low. So let's say 17,
1: 170 locations in 34 states. Did you can say countries?
0: Is How there one? Is, that even is there one near here?
1: Well, so there, there. It does say, it does say California. Um. It, Flavortown Kitchen is a delivery only restaurant. Okay, hold on. This is the wrong.
0: Oh, this this is no. This this, this is, is the one wrong
1: of... thing. So, do they not have like Flavortown actual restaurants anymore? What's happening? No, nah, we. I don't know. We we'll, we'll have to we'll have to come back to this after. Have you then. ever watched Ratatouille? Have I ever watched? Of course. Have you have it's you one watched of the it best recently. Pixar movies? It's been a while, but actually, that's been one of the ones that we've been thinking about. Um, showing the the new housemaid. so we'll have to do that soon. That's a
0: great. You should movie. watch it. No, that's it's great. real good. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a thing at the beginning where no spoilers for a 20 year old Pixar movie, but um, where wh- what's his name, Gusteau passes away, and he the people who take over his like uh, his restaurant empire or his, or not empire, just his restaurant, just slap his name and picture on everything. That's basically what's happening here. Like they had like Gusto's, like breakfast burritos. I I I'm pretty sure that's basically what this is. Because you got Guy Fieri's taco joint, Guy Fieri's trash can nachos, Guy's sandwich joint.
1: Okay, well so his so his his actual like restaurant restaurants we, we are gonna close the loop on this now, is Guy Fieri's American Kitchen and Bar. And there are like eight locations in no actually maybe like 15 locations in the US oh, and so then there's a handful internationally it. and the the one that i was thinking of in las vegas which is like literally right next to where this tailgate thing's going to be um is is still open so there you go
0: well also several things here <sighs>
1: all of these are at airports a lot of basically. them are at airports yeah except
0: one <laughs> that's your dog's name i think that's funny
1: that's uh branson uh, missouri right
0: if you just got guysbranson.com that's like he already has the domain name if he's gonna like steal your dog that's funny uh,
1: <laughs> um yeah <laughs> and, I've got guy or branson can, missouri it's like a it's like a resort area
0: it's like if las vegas was run by ned flanders you're not a I, simpsons guy are you I, I was when i was a kid but not yeah that that's it that's a, anytime i hear that city it, that that's the th- it, yeah it's it's like las vegas it was run by ned flanders um we're gonna close this is this website for, by squarespace um it, it looks like it kind of is okay can
1: we can we move on he has two locations in dubai Oh my god no three three locations in dubai
0: Oh, so he's basically so he's problematic, like the like the Cop Twenty Eight organizers too. Okay, <laughs> Guy Fieri doesn't care about climate change.
1: Okay, can we can we move on? Uh, we can move on. Yep.
0: Can you put a a marker or a thing in the show notes that lets people know when we stop talking about Guy Fieri?
1: Um. Well, I mean that would imply that someone would want to skip that section of the show, which I could not possibly imagine.
0: We have a lot of important news that helps people. And things that we're about to talk about okay, so everything we
1: just talked about helps people it
0: helps nobody didn't didn't, didn't help me <laughs> okay follow up uh we talked about I, I professed the the fact that what what version of t v o s are we on now is it tvOS TV v o s ten
1: sure uh, sure or ten, ten or ten or seventeen oh, no, wait, no we're, we're on i s no it iOS. t v o s seventeen I think at some point it? they skipped a bunch of versions to bring it in parallel with um ios i think the only one that's not now is watch West ten. 10. Wa- well i guess the watch watch os and mac os are both doing their own thing but TVOS, oh. iPadOS, os and ios i think are all in sync
0: mm, more of a backstreet guy <laughs> <sighs> um all right so TV, one of the headlining features of TVOS for me was one there's now like control center's not hidden. That's pretty cool. But they made it so that you can use continuity camera on your uh, Apple TV. If you have one of the relatively new ones that uh, I think it's the third, the one that has the USB-C remote on it. Right. Um, and it's an amazing feature. And it had uh, as FaceTime calls on it. And it's really easy just to pair your phone and it, center stage with a high res camera like that works. Fantastic. It is a a, a great way to do personal video chats. But one thing that they had mentioned in the keynote was that other partners or app developers were going to be able to take advantage of it and that they had already gotten buy-in from uh, Cisco WebEx and Zoom. And the Zoom one came out last week and works great. Nice. Yeah. No, I'm so, so, so pleased. Um, Yeah, it's an awesome feature. Have you had a chance to try it yet or still no?
1: I have not. I've actually not tried the continuity camera feature in any way on TVOS, or actually in any form. I've I've never never tried that feature. Um, I don't do a ton of like personal video calls like this, so I, I don't really have a a use case. I mean, every once in a while we do. So I guess I guess the next time that we have one of those come up, I'll I'll give this a try. Um, if it's not too personal, what's like what's your use case for this
0: just whenever you want to catch up with somebody or you like it just i, I some people some people don't like hmm. some people don't like text and this is i hmm. some people you can either get in like a three-hour texting conversation with or alternatively some people just like being on the phone and this is in all capacities i find that a video chat is sometimes easier and nicer and more pleasant especially if you just want to spend like ambient time with a friend that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. I get But, that. I get um, that. but I do not get the thing where somebody can just be walking down the street and have FaceTime, like just in their hand and you just see somebody's face, like just bouncing up and down. Yep. Nice, and similarly, I, like, I don't care. Like in a work context, like just having a bad angle on your face, it's like, like, that's, it's to be expected. Everybody's video looks terrible. And if you can get by, you have your video off most of the time anyway, it's fine. Uh, but in a personal context, I like, I, I get really self-conscious about like how like how I'm holding the laptop and stuff like that. Um, and I find it much, much easier to have the center stage do an awesome job with a much more flattering like focal length and like kind of lighting situation. Like it it it's just fantastic. Really, really enjoy it. Yeah. It takes it takes the stress out of that whole thing. All nice. right. Uh with Another thing, I don't actually have a link to the news here, but I found this kind of interesting, is that uh, Goldman Sachs is leaving its, um, basically, the, they wanted to make a big expansion into personal consumer products um, and lending products, and that has gone poorly for them. And one of the centerpieces of that effort was their partnership with Apple for the Apple card. And they have both, they, they re-upped the deal, and then they have both, sorry, Apple is letting them off the hook, I guess, and they're going to try to mark, they're going to try to get that contract to be taken over by somebody else and i just wanted to know do you did you ever sign up for an apple card no uh why not um i i I haven't either and i
1: don't want to want one so but i I, like you're 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 right it's not anything like specific against an apple card it's just i i have enough credit cards and i'm um i'm pretty much all in with the the whole chase ultimate rewards thing like that's kind of my credit card points strategy and i don't i don't really spread my credit card spending you know really outside of that all that much so
0: yeah there and you you just don't spend enough with Apple, like because that's the one thing like where people who because my the reason i haven't done it is that is i just have kind of like just like a moral objection to a tech company being trying to be a bank like i've never really enjoyed co-branded credit cards at all but like the Apple one just seems kind of gross and that's why I don't want to do it. But many people are like, oh, but you get three percent back on Apple stuff. Like I would rather forgo the two percent difference. Because you get one percent back on literally any card. Where just on a more like on a moral position, I just will forego that money. I just don't care.
1: Well, yeah, I mean it was something like Chase Ultimate rewards. I mean, not to get too like credit card point nerdy on you, but you know, it's that'd be one and a half percent back on Apple purchases, and then if you have a Chase Sapphire card where you get like the redemption bonuses, you can transfer the points to that and get you know at least I would think at least three percent of value back there. So yeah, so yeah, Wait, I mean you- that that doesn't really do much for me.
0: Wait, does the Sapphire Reserve give you one and a half percent on everything?
1: The no, the Chase Unlimited gives you one and a half percent on everything and then you can oh, the <clears throat> you can you can transfer those points to your uh, chase sapphire to then get the the travel um redemption bonus got it
0: yeah my my i try not to i don't get sucked into the credit card points game but i will say it like my, my trio is you can get the american express blue cash preferred which gives you six percent back on gas and groceries uh and then the amazon prime american express gives you five percent back all the time and then just the chase reserve card is kind of i feel like the like trio that works out the best but
1: yeah i actually i do have the the amazon card and yeah that's that's a good one um and then i just i have three i have three different chase cards that basically all contribute to the same points pool and then whenever i redeem them i you know transfer those points to the sapphire reserve because then that gives you all the you know extra redemption bonuses and all that good stuff
0: have you ever touched your amazon rewards balance
1: oh yeah i bought um one of my one of my camera lenses i think that i think that 55 millimeter that i had for a little while i think i bought with amazon points
0: yeah i've never actually spent it i don't know like because it feels like basically kind of a bank a bank account at this point because amazon Money is basically like just cash,
1: kind of. and You must, that have, seems a, like it must a, have a good little balance in there. Uh,
0: yeah, $1,300. never going to spend, I guess. Yeah, nice. Uh, but the, actually, it's a good way to segment into... Oh, d- sorry. We didn't finish about the Apple thing. Anyway, Goldman's trying to get out of, the, uh, out of the deal and pound that off on somebody else. And I just... I can't... I've thought about it. I can't imagine why anybody wants that deal. Like it's a low, like Apple had this weird thing and there was a good episode of um, the Wall Street Journal podcast about this, but Apple wanted almost everybody approved regardless of credit score. Apple, I didn't know this was a feature of the Apple Card, but they also have a thing where everybody gets their statement on the first of the month. So they don't like spread the bill cycle out through the months. Therefore, like if you call for customer support, everybody's calling in at the same time and it's just a terrible experience. And like they don't, for like for the banking side of things, like they eliminated most of the fees. So just who why would anybody want this? Huh. Uh but the other part of this was that uh my Amazon Prime renewed today. And it's $151 now. You made the point that's kind of the logical reaction to that is that we all rely on Amazon so much that not having Prime's not really an option. But when did Prime get so expensive? I could have, What didn't it used to be
1: $80? Yeah, I I mean, I had exactly the same thought and reaction as you the last time that my Prime membership renewed a couple months ago, I think. But yeah, I mean, it's gotten a lot more expensive, but I mean, the amount the amount of value that I get out of it is tremendous, so you know, would I love to pay less, sure, but you know, oh well. The thing I'm actually a little more irritated about with um, my Amazon Prime membership is they. So I'm also a a one medical member. It's becoming increasingly unclear to me why I still am, but that's a whole different subject. Um, but okay. they had a thing where you could become a new member, or I think you could renew and get like a hundred bucks off if you were an Amazon Prime subscriber but they they came out with that like i don't know a month or something after my one medical membership renewed so i did i didn't get that that amazon discount not that i'm bitter about it but
0: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. um but
0: yeah i Uh, you 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 say that you get so much out of it but kind of do we because like the only thing is like shopping on amazon like and we talked about this with the whole cpg thing and just having to be super attentive to is this shipped and sold by amazon like shopping on amazon sucks now so it
1: it does but i've just come to peace with that's what you need to do and if you take that annoying little extra step then it's fine you shouldn't have to do it it's dumb but it is what it
0: is. And then the other thing, like I, I think I can count on one hand, the number of show Amazon prime video shows I've ever watched, but apparently now they're going to insert ads into it unless you pay them like a separate, like $3 a month fee. Like I I think the like Apple making TV shows, Amazon, like all those things, like I think that's frivolous and unnecessary and kind of a vanity project that will likely never really make that much money. But like, if if the thing is now like one hundred and forty dollars before taxes, like why 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 is this the thing that you're gonna start nickel and diming people for? And also, I feel like there should probably be a thing where if you have a certain spend amount per year on Amazon, Amazon Prime doesn't cost any money. Just a thought. I don't know, but or maybe they just think those people are so bought in that what well, like they're the people that are never going to cancel. The <laughs> thought it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to clean the slate here because that, that was a little bit negative, and also there was just sixteen minutes of guy fiery nonsense. I have a couple of of food related things that I think are are less uh controversial, so I have a couple of questions so you you have your favorite restaurant tour in the world is-
1: T- Tyler Florence,
0: correct. Mm-hmm. And uh he has a restaurant that you have in, in the Bay Area that is uh you've been three times?
1: I have been, been well been been twice, but have a third visit scheduled for later this month. Ooh so so soon soon to be three.
0: Nice. Um and it's uh and you, you enjoy it very much. Oh yes. And it is it is definitely a four dollar <laughs> oh, place. Oh yes. oh yes. So we're gonna get back to that. Um because I, the only reason I do kind of want to go there is because you, I forget what the context was, but I was uh, making a conversation. Actually, I think this was an offline conversation. Uh, a thing about like, it is very nice to be able to have time whenever you're doing stuff in life to like have like time to settle. Like it is like a little bit of like 30 seconds or a minute of breathing room. And you had highlighted that when you get seated, they don't bring you the menu right away that they just yeah. kind of let you just... Love have that. a minute love that yeah like if if my like if i had a motto or like a slogan for life just give people a minute mm-hmm. not to sound i like all larry david but like just just let people sit yeah um yeah that that seemed really intriguing but then i looked at the menu and looked at the prices and we'll get back to that but you had been holding out on, on information because i i think you you're very plugged into the tyler florence social media ecosystem
1: oh definitely yeah
0: and On like Thursday, somebody sent me a thing of something because I I, I'm known as a croissant connoisseur, and somebody had sent me a picture of a thing. And what is what's the formal what's the menu name for this?
1: It actually has a really lame name. I think it was I think it was literally just called like croissant Croissant Sunday cone ice cream cone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: So you'll put a link in the show notes, but it's it's like a is it a hollowed out. Like or like as a cut in half croissant that has like soft serve ice cream inside of it.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Now again, very picky and uh reverent of croissants. I assume it's probably not a very good croissant. I think it's mostly just a gimmick to get, you know, Instagram your soft serve.
1: But um yeah, I mean I thought the croissant was I thought the croissant was 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 pretty good. In fact, I actually it, was, go ahead
0: was it better so the, w- there's good croissants there's a, like safeway like just kind of like grocery store croissants and then there's like just like the ones that aren't even croissants like where where does it rank? is it better than a grocery store croissant i, I would say
1: so yeah mm-hmm. um so i so i actually enjoyed croissants um two ways if you will during this trip because that Avocado toast thing that I also sent you a picture of was also served on a croissant. You can't really tell on the picture that I sent you because it's so covered with other stuff. But at at the bottom there is a croissant. So I I had had two two croissants on this trip. Um, And I guess maybe we should we should take a step back here and explain what this is. So, Miller and Lux is the is the fancy um Tyler Florence steakhouse in Chase Center. And last month I think they kind of expanded the Miller and Lux brand to open two cafes in Union Square so there's there's basically one one on each side of um, of the square so one is on the um, the Powell Street side and then the other is help me out here what's the street on the other side Post mm-hmm. Street. Stockton Street? Uh, Stockton Street, yeah. Um, so on the Stockton Street side, there is a um, savory um, cafe or a rotisserie, as they call it. Um, and then on the Powell Street side, there's a patisserie, uh, which is the, the sweet side. And they, they both operate under the Miller and Lux provisions banner. Uh, both did locations.
0: They ha- hmm? Did they have to license that from State Bird? <laughs>
1: Um, both locations have a you know relatively small kind of simple menu that's you know a, a little upscale. Um, I would say, um, you know, you have you, you ever you...
0: Been, have you been to Bouchon Bakery in Yachtville?
1: No, okay,
0: because looking at the pictures, it kind of looked sort of like that, but okay, okay, but, okay. Sorry, continue. but
1: yeah, kind of, yeah, I mean, I guess like uh. The type of cafe that you would expect to, yeah, maybe see like in a Healdsburg or a Napa or some kind of more, you know, upscaley kind of spot. Um, you know, you asked me about pricing online, offline, which um, was mostly pretty good. Um, was a little all over the place. Like some some stuff was quite reasonably priced. Like pretty much everything on the savory side seemed pretty reasonably priced. And then on the sweet side, uh, the you know, the ice cream croissant thing was like nine dollars, which you know seemed somewhat reasonable. Uh, but then the the new housemate got a, and I, I, sa- I sent you a picture of this online, offline, a, you know not a super big piece of uh, pumpkin cheesecake, and that was like fourteen dollars. Um, but then like a latte was like I think like five fifty, so you know the mm-hmm. pricing was mostly okay. Um, one thing that really stood out though, um, and to kind of bring the conversation full circle to the, uh, service that we were mentioning at the actual, you know, fancy Miller and Lux steakhouse is the service at both locations was just awesome. Like it was basically kind of like, I almost wonder if it's like the same staff because like everybody was so friendly like at the on the savory side we like sat down and like someone walked over and was like you know can i get you some water do you want ice in that um like it just yeah just top to bottom like really really good service on the sweet side somebody came out and like you know wiped down the table that we were about to sit at um so re- really really good service like more more service than you would expect from a you know kind of cafe type spot like this so yeah, if you're ever in Union Square, which I'm, I'm guessing cool. is not an area of the city that you're around a ton, but but next time you are, I would I would recommend checking these out. Well,
0: but can I ask? I mean, are you still in one piece? <laughs> I was I was told it was like I was watching Tucker Carlson. And people said it was like mm. Mad Max down there.
1: Are you, are you subscribed to his new uh, streaming service?
0: Who the fuck is giving him nine dollars? <laughs> the people paying eighteen dollars a month for for X Premium anyway yep. but no it's yeah union square is nice yeah um or uh, i mean yeah but let's, let's not go nuts but i mean it, it's 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 always pretty around the holidays uh, around the holidays and, not, and I, I and yeah. I really appreciate his um is he from the bay area or does he, he have is. some connection or here? he
1: i don't know if he's originally from but he um he lives in uh, mill valley
0: well yeah because i mean I, I appreciate his dedication because there's certain people like i i like when people put their money where their mouth is, and I'm sure he got some type of deal with the city, or... that He, s- he did, and there
1: was there was a little kerfuffle about that, yeah.
0: Well, no, who cares? There's a... I forget what the thing is. Like, there's a bakery I really like called Devil's Teeth that's out in the avenues, and they... There's, a, there's been, like, there's a bunch of vacancies in Embarcadero Center, and there's a, there's a city program to, like, pay for a certain chunk of, like, leases right now to fill empty storefronts, and that's right. a good use of city money. Like, yeah. I, who... Agreed. who cares like right. ha- having your city continue to move forward and be occupied in a place people want to go is a good strategy eh. um what a concept but i appreciate people um like him who put their money where their mouth is and also because he has so he's got miller and lux he, and he's also didn't he and mill valley have a place i don't think uh, i ever went i meant i meant to go many times it was called like tyler Florence's test kitchen like in downtown
1: oh did really is that still yeah a it,
0: it no it closed
1: Oh, okay. um,
0: it was, but it was in, yeah, it was in no Valley for a while. But no, he uh, he seems like a nice guy.
1: Um, I have seems another, like another, another fu- so I have I've two um, kind of fun facts with Tyler Florence restaurants. One that you're not really going to care about, and then one I think you might care about. <laughs> um, there's actually a second Miller and Lux location opening on Thursday. Um, the reason I don't think you're going to care about it so much is it, it's in it's Hawaii. It's in Menlo Park? No, so oh, it's out okay. of four seasons on the big island in Hawaii. Oh, good for him. Um, yeah, I guess like they had done like a seasonal pop-up thing there last year and I, I, guess it was so popular that they decided to make it a permanent location, um, now so that that's happening. And then his restaurant group bought, um, you're familiar with the restaurant, um, town hall in San Francisco. Yeah.
0: I remember running by that a couple months ago, and it being closed.
1: Yep. So that the, that closed, and then Tyler Florence's group bought it, and is renovating it, and it's reopening in March, I believe.
0: Hey, cool. Love another good neighborhood spot.
1: And I think his, I think he's kind of trying to like. I don't think he's like he's not completely like transforming the space or anything. I think he's kind of you know keeping it kind of what it was because I guess there's like a lot of history in that building. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff.
0: Uh I did not know that he owned Wayfarer Tavern. Oh of, of course of course you did. I did not. Really? Oh. No. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why that place is so good too. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um so cool. But the other reason so let me pull up Miller and Lux
1: and you. Uh okay. Oh, look at that uncooked meat!
0: Okay, um, <laughs> for dinner and cocktails. Okay, so you brought this up earlier with with Top Chef because I haven't. I've I've been back on my back on my bullshit. I've been doing a rewatch of Mad Men, and I'm uh, just started season four. But for a while there, when I just wanted something on in the background, I was watching um, a few Top Chef seasons that I had not watched in a while. So this menu is ridiculous for a few reasons. One, I don't, I don't hate it in terms of uh, $15 fries. Meh. Actually, again, fries are I, I, at a premium. I, I will happily pay $6 for a croissant. I'd pay $15 for fries if they're great. But Again, if it comes with the environment. But you scroll down. Non-alcoholic beverages. This guy has the balls to charge $12 for a Pellegrino that you can get for two twenty nine at Whole Foods. Come on. Come on, Tyler. $12. And also on here, Pepsi. Pepsi. The the, the apology drink. It, Come on.
1: You know what's a little odd about the San Pellegrino comment you made is um, the first time that we went, we, you know, normally when they do the still or sparkling thing, 95% of the time, the lady friend and I just, you know, do tap still water. Mm -hmm. but you know we feel fancy and so we we opted for the sparkling water Mm -hmm. and they brought out the san pellegrino and like i I, sure enough i'm like oh my god this is gonna be you know we're gonna pay like yeah 10 bucks for this this bottle that would cost two dollars in the store Mm -hmm. um and we actually ended up getting like two bottles of it but again like whatever fancy dinner they didn't charge us at all so this seems like something that's maybe changed
0: like that's Insane, or, or they just forgot
1: the charges that first time. I don't know. But But yeah, no, that's that's expensive. <laughs>
0: that's like as much as water at Disneyland.
1: Like this is Or a yeah. um uh for a 16 ounce can of Golden State cider, $10 is not a um not a great value.
0: That is the thing. Again, it, cause and we've talked about this, and that's kind of why I got into cocktail making a little bit. Is that and also why at restaurants like I kind of get bummed out when a place doesn't have uh, like actual like hard liquor like for cocktails because like the comparability of wine just kills me because like I know how much the actual bottle costs Mm -hmm. and you just know like oh you're getting a very conservative pour they're they're definitely getting five glasses out of that bottle. And I'm getting charged for maybe the glass is $1 less than the actual bottle, like at total wine. Like let's, let's, let's not go nuts. <laughs> but the last bit here about Miller and Lux is that uh, Tyler is not an, uh, is not an Apple music guy. Cause I haven't, oh, scanned this QR, mm-hmm. I haven't scanned this QR code, but I saw this last night where apparently you can get there like in, in restaurant music as a playlist on Spotify. You can actually yeah. just for the heck of it. Let me see how many, uh, how many likes yeah, it is on Spotify. Oh, it's been saved two hundred ninety five times and Oh <laughs> Tyler Florence has a profile and he's got two hundred and thirty six followers and a cute picture of his kid. Okay, fine. There you go. All right. Uh the, the the sparkling water price is still ridiculous, so <laughs> half credit. Okay. Um why did I type Mad Men in here? I'm not sure.
1: I think you, a, something in there, you, you mentioned something about rewatching Mad Men, but then you also mentioned like Top Chef, and that was maybe somehow connected to, It'll. I'm, come I'm to not me. sure where you were going with that.
0: <laughs> it'll come to me. Okay. Can you, uh, actually, there's not a lot of actual news this week, so do you want to um, just give me a rundown on what's what with media news, I guess?
1: Um, yeah, we can, we can do that. Um, you want to start with like the older stuff and get get to the the newer stuff or do you want to go like top to bottom on this list which is kind of in i think newest oldest order? let's say
0: most let's say you pick by most important first so is the old stuff important or is the new stuff important
1: Well, i think the, probably the most important is the paramount global stuff in terms of like impact that it's going to have just on the the media landscape as they also, say <clears throat>
0: But that's also the most ambiguous. But yeah, go for it.
1: It is, yeah. So I, it's been kind of rumored forever that um, Paramount was probably going to come up for for sale at some point. Like they're they're sort of in this odd spot where they're they're just not quite big enough to compete with the other media companies that are trying to do, you know, kind of an end to end streaming solution. Like they they're they're not like a sony that's just decided that they're going to just basically be a distributor and sell all their content to other streamers like paramount's wanted to be their own streamer but just you know don't don't have the um they just don't really have the the scale or the the amount of content to compete with everybody so they're they're kind of in this weird spot and i think everybody's kind of assumed that they're they were going to be kind of bought out at some point and it seems like that's kind of in the potentially in the in the works now, with um, I guess Skydance Media being um, the the top contender now, but there was some other news that came out um, shortly before um, these most recent um, sell rumors with um, Apple and Paramount potentially kind of teaming up and doing some kind of. Um, bundle bundle thing so yeah kind of kind of tbd on paramount but um it'll have a you know have a big impact on the industry and the other thing that this variety article which will be in the notes highlights is even if they do sell to like a skydance media there's still a lot of questions about whether that's enough or whether you know that would then get kind of packaged up and then resold to somebody but then is, is that a type of acquisition that's even going to be allowed to go through it's it's it'll be interesting to see where that goes i
0: mean it's not going to be enough so like the whole thing is like the the back um story of this and there's a good book about this about the whole um paramount cbs uh, uh sumner and sherry redstone family drama stuff behind this and it's kind of funny that that whole mess kited this transaction over into a period where at like what is the least desirable thing that somebody could buy right now? Like a, a rapidly depreciating media conglomerate. Like this is just, there's no appetite in the market for this whatsoever. So that they're kind of going to get screwed, which is kind of funny. But the other thing related to this is, um and I actually didn't, I didn't see the um the Apple rumors, but that would actually kind of make sense because isn't everything on Paramount plus, like aren't like the marquee things? Other than that, uh, Yellowstone show, like space themed. Like, isn't their big thing? They have the Star Trek show, and they've got a couple others.
1: Well, yeah, Star Trek is like, yeah, they're big, um, they're big IP. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that that seems extremely up Apple's alley. Um, but no, the so uh, Viacom, which again, I don't know if that's a subsidiary of CBS or Paramount or who it is right now, but. Uh, their like HBO competitor was always called Showtime, and they have renamed. They've chosen to rename that network. Uh, what is it? Param- no, uh, hold on. There was a thread here uh, from the and the New York Times TV critic. So no, the, the network is called Paramount Plus with Showtime. That's the name of the network. So if you actually subscribe to the network, wouldn't it be Paramount Plus with Showtime? With Showtime. <laughs> yeah. it's silly and it's a bummer because uh have you heard of the show called the curse
1: oh I, I i have yeah that's that's on the that's on the list for the lady friend and i
0: might i recommend you watch it separately mm. i okay so this this is not a chef's so oh do you it's it's i promise it's not a spoiler but do you want a little bit of a uh, a of a uh, a warning.
1: Only, only a little bit, because I, I I'm intrigued about it. I I know it's not a it's not a kid show.
0: The first episode is. Uh, the person I was watching with it literally called it unpleasant. Yeah, and that's that's I, yeah, but not. It gets better, and I think it gets substantially better. But the first episode makes you really not want to watch it. I guess that's all I'll say. Like so, it, it, I but I would also maybe say recommend you guys watch it independently and then compare notes just after the first episode. Yeah, but it's the, it's a it's a it's a weird collective
1: viewing, but then after the first episode, it's it's okay to watch together.
0: It it normalizes, or at least you can. Yeah, it's it's weird.
1: Okay. I'll 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 talk to the lady friend about that and see what she says because I am yeah I mean I, mean, I, 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 you and know, I don't
0: I, and it I don't mean like in a in a succession way where it's kind of like oh the, the first episode is just like ter- oh you're you still haven't watched Succession
1: I've oh seen the first God. episode though
0: <sighs> succession is one of those shows where I'm like it's very good but you have to it it, it, you, it takes like four episodes to kind of get going or for you to have enough familiarity with the characters for it to be enjoyable or you to have some like kind of like skin in the game I, th- this is different and a, yeah after I finished watching the first episode I was like yeah I have less than zero interest in watching another episode but I did eventually come back to it and people are right it's it's good
1: um yeah as as someone who is um watching the original frasier on Paramount Plus currently and that being a streaming service which even if you're on the ad free tier insists on showing you promotions for its other shows um at the beginning of the other show that you're trying to watch um i've seen advertisements for um what's it called the curse um yeah a lot um the last the last month or two and i i am i am intrigued but yeah, yeah. i have I have understood it's not a um it's not a fun watch. Yeah. Hmm. So, for, uh, yeah. <laughs> so watch the first episode separately and then come back together. Interesting.
0: I <laughs> Yeah, the, the response from both of us was very yeah. Okay. Huh, okay. Uh what was the other thing related to this? Um oh, I forgot it'll come to me. Okay, so what else uh paramount plus okay so that's that's pretty much it oh sorry one other thing related to that that you were talking about with the pre-roll ads um do you ever watch anything on peacock
1: uh the peacocks actually become the basically the one and only streaming service that we that we don't subscribe to
0: okay i think it's sort of included with my comcast internet subscription well, i think it, i have access to it
1: Yeah, it it was for us too, and so we had it with that. But now that we're on YouTube TV, we just yeah, we just kind of we kind of ditched it.
0: So they they have a thing that I feel like I was like I respect the game, I respect the hustle, but I fucking hate you. Is that they have a thing, and I this was on somebody else's TV, so I don't know if this is also on the Apple TV. I pray to God it's not. But they, you know how like television ad formats have been evolving to the point where like when you're watching a football game, they will do a thing where they kind of like do it like it's like a breaking news event where you still have like a view of the field and they have something to sort of make you interested in continuing to look at the TV, but then they have like the ads in a, like a secondary window. Mm-hmm. Yep. So hate that if you're watching, a, it's terrible. And I think even Top Chef used to do this back when it was on like actual, when you were watching it on Bravo, they oh, had a dear. thing where like they would show like a lot like a, even though it's not live. Like, they would show you what's (laughs) going on in the kitchen in between the break while they're showing you an ad for Stan Pellegrino so that you buy it for $12 at time for restaurant. Don't like that. But they, uh, on Roku TVs, uh, on Peacock, we had paused it on an episode of Top Chef. And it has a thing where after the TV is paused for more than five seconds, the video shrinks. It's still paused, but it has an ad for whatever product would be related to what you're watching. So I think the ad was it was for something like it was like oddly like it was it was a food related product so it kind of made sense. But now we're at the point where not even pressing pause is sacred. Like you're now being I really hope it's only a Roku thing. Like I don't watch Peacock enough to test it. Like if that experience is also the same way on Apple products, that is too far. It's like I th- I'm sure we've talked about it, but is is it the Newark airport where just the entire fucking airport is littered with tablets with at ad- like they're they engineered the airport to have no place that you can sit and not experience advertising. Like it it's it it just boggles the mind. So first of all, I was like I was like, that's kinda clever, or that's a smart way to monetize this, and also I hate this so much. So NBC are pioneers. Um, the other streaming or news that I thought was kinda interesting, I want to know, so you've watched all three of these. Like during the pandemic, there were three Pixar movies that went straight to Disney Plus. I actually don't think any of these were because like when Mulan came out, that didn't that wasn't that like a it was called like premium SDV or something, and like there was a thing where you had to pay thirty dollars before it went on actual Disney Plus. Yeah,
1: it had some kind of weird name, and yeah, you you've had to pay a non-insignificant fee on top of your disney plus subscription to see it
0: but all the all the pixar movies those were basically just straight disney plus like your correct yeah yeah so soul turning red and i still haven't seen luca um are going to get actual theatrical releases now and i mean and disney is in a weird spot so i guess they're just grasping at straws at this point because I think what was the does this article have like the um, the PR spin on here yeah 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 And uh, somebody from Disney says, and it's more expensive for a family of four to go to a theater when they know they can just wait and watch it on our platform. We're trying to make sure that people realize there's a great deal. You're missing out by not seeing it on the big screen. In the case of elemental, it's a beautiful spectacle. There's detail everywhere. I think you feel it more and it's a better experience. So they're, they're trying to get some second run revenue to, and kind of pad a, a light content slate by doing an actual proper theatrical release for these. And like, soul was a good movie and turning red good good
1: movie soul's great yeah
0: yeah i actually kind of want to rewatch that one that's the one where tina Fey is the cat right
1: uh god was she i don't i don't remember i'm terrible i'm terrible at remembering things like that
0: but there was a cat that talked in it right
1: yes (laughs) the pandemic was a long three years it was yeah um yeah um turning red uh, this, this is not totally not meant to be a hot take, but I everybody really really loved that, and I I, I, I thought it was okay. I wasn't I wasn't a super into that one though. Um, well, and Luca is <sighs> Luca is very generic. I would say it. They just, I, did, keep, I just didn't do much for me.
0: I keep forgetting because I haven't seen either of them. I keep confusing Luca and Encanto
1: um v- very different movies. Um
0: do they look sort of similar? Do they both have no, like an Italian trials?
1: N- not at all. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Um Encanto, my review of that is the music is better than the movie itself. So you could okay. you could you could actually just get away with listening to the soundtrack if you wanted to. I mean that would be that would be fine.
0: Okay. And then Luca is, bo- is
1: just like Luca feels like a movie that this is this is harsher than I intended it to be but like Luca's almost like like an AI like being told like give me uh, give give me a you know kind of like boilerplate Disney Pixar movie like I that I feel like Luca's kind of like what that would be
0: is that going to be like the 20, the, the, like the neg of like, if you're trying to neg somebody, uh, of like 2023 of like, this could have been, could have been written by an AI. Like, I feel like if they rebooted Mad Men, that's a thing that Don Draper would say a lot. <laughs> Ooh, modern, modern day reboot of Mad Men. I, no, don't give them I, ideas. No, no, I, I, I take it. Trademark, trademark you, you owe me money. Netflix or I, I have to you, say, I would be, I, I
1: would, I would be kind of into that. If, no, uh,
0: it, it, hey hey people except uh, except 20 20 $20 million
1: dollars you'd have to you'd have to find some i I don't know if you had to put like a sci-fi twist i don't know what you'd have to do you'd have to find some way to bring like the entire original cast from mad men but but it but it's instead of being in like the 1950s and 60s it's it's in like the 2020s
0: well no it's just fucking peggy olsen trying to make tiktok dances happen it's like (laughs) god what a hellscape that would be and and instead of like like because as I've been rewatching Mad Men, like I look at the credits and they have like it was like promotional consideration first by Johnny Walker or whatever. Like, ugh. so what? What's like Peggy and Don are gonna be drinking White Claws? Like, I don't I don't I don't know how they would monetize it. So I'm sure we can workshop it on a slow week. But. So
1: so like so I'm spoilers for the series finale of of mad men here but it's like so what would in the modern day reboot of mad men like what's the like what's the series finale like what's the big ad don draper comes let's
0: remind people of how mad men ended and again it ended 15 years ago you guys can go watch it no it did it's
1: not been that long has it
0: it's been a long time not 15 Uh, years
1: really (sighs) hold on
0: mad men series finale air date it's been eight years. Who cares? Close enough. Uh, that's that's still upsetting. I was I was using the Apple thing of, of double it at twenty percent. Um, they he he invents the he invents the famous Pepsi ad. No, sorry. I think that was a good <laughs> idea
1: I see what um, you did there.
0: Uh, but anyway, so yeah, modern day madmen. We'll uh, we'll workshop that, up, but he, on a, on a slow week. Um, yeah, no, don't because you haven't. Everybody says the new Frasier sucks, right? Every new everything has, has been terrible, right? Uh
1: I I've, I've tried to as someone who's rewatching or well, actually really watching the original Fraser for the first time, I I've, I've mostly tried to stay away from information about the new Frasier. But I it but would is, not expect I would not surprise me to hear that it's not the best.
0: Is the premise basically that he lives in Boston and has a podcast? Oh I I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I've I've tried to kind of stay away from anything about it
0: yeah and they and they i I don't even think i don't think they got like david hyde pierce is not on it and i think the woman who plays daphne is not on it so i think the two best parts of like yeah they what what mm. i i still haven't finished watching the bear so i i have other work to do that's much oh, more pressing
1: you sure do
0: Yeah, i just i don't know i haven't just been in the mood for it because I, I i i just i end of the year necessitates light easy watches e-
1: which which the bear is not um and Somehow,
0: Madman is because you because you know how bad of a person he is going to be.
1: So how how far into season two are you? Two episodes. Oh man. Oh man.
0: Yeah, somebody told me there was like a Christmas episode, and there, it's <laughs> it's a whole thing, and it's very good. <laughs> okay, stop, oh, stop, stop. Hey, yeah. stop. Hey, yep. hey, hey,
1: hey, hey. Hmm. Okay. um Yeah, you'll you'll know it when you get there.
0: So Peacock. Mm-hmm. R- somehow, just n- not even. Also, lastly since we're talking about advertising you've seen the sony patent right on tv the sony
1: patent Uh uh-huh is that is that a reference i don't i don't know what that is should i Uh, should i google that sony patent
0: if you just type in sony patent tv hamburger
1: is that is that going to be like a safe for work search it is okay um
0: so Sony patented a TV uh and this was not an idea that came to market thankfully where your TV would have a microphone in it and you had to say McDonald's to can finish watching your show Oh dear Yeah
1: Don't 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 send this to like I don't I don't know
0: Oh, like I assume eventually, once Apple knows I refuse to buy, uh, to get an Apple card, they're going to find a way to make the Apple TV experience worse, and I'm going to have to yell.
1: This this is some like this is some dystopian um, no, like th- ad th- ad supported tier of a streaming service.
0: No, but that's the thing where this this came, this ad or this patent came out in like 2008. Like this. this no, I know. Very but it's, it's going to be
1: it's but it's going to be repurposed for like you know nef- oh. Netflix's like super like free ad tier
0: have we never talked about telly hold on
1: um isn't that what the british call television
0: they do and that's what that's the joke okay so there's a startup that called telly that will give you a free tv but it's two tvs
1: oh no bottom we did half, we did talk about this yeah
0: it never stops showing
1: you ads mm-hmm but you said but you can order pizza hut like right from that bottom screen. Or you can are learn more you saying, learn, why are you saying it's more, like it's a good thing. Learn more about Kia.
0: You're saying like this like why who wouldn't want like this this is prime. This this is win win win. The third win is because yeah, I don't know. Um see this is the thing that I hate. Like I ha- I had to get rid of my Echo like I got rid of my Echo Show. I still have two Echo dots. And in the past couple of years, Amazon has just ramped up the amount, like these just send you ads now. Like when the Barbie movie was out, there was no way to dismiss, like every like five minutes it would pop up a little thing. Like it wouldn't make noise, but it would just show that, hey, there's a promoted theme for your Amazon Echo show. And like everything's getting worse and we're getting to the point where, and this is the thing that bumps me out about, um, streaming services. Like I always thought like it was kind of like Netflix kept jacking up the prices. But at least it was never gonna have ads, and I feel like they're because if you sign up for Netflix on like that seven or nine dollar plan with ads, apparently they make more money on you than if I like a sucker right now pay like seventeen dollars a month
1: mm-hmm.
0: as just a regular user, so I assume what they're gonna do is just make the ad free one just so cost prohibitive to the point where people get induced to getting the ad one right like I so hbo max now has an ad tier amazon prime video unless you pay separately from your prime your amazon prime subscription is going to have ads in it like it's getting harder to not i i just don't want to know what new sandwich jimmy john's has like i just i don't <laughs> like ads all right is there sorry, what sorry was there anything else streaming cancel what was this
1: Oh, that was like a, the thing that you posted about. Um... Oh,
0: yeah. Like the churn rates are up. So actually, this is a fantastic point. We're going to pull forward a chef special. And uh, hopefully I'll remember to talk about it at the end of the show. I think I've dropped links in our Slack for this several times. But there's so Peter Kafka is leaving uh, Recode Media and he's going to have his own thing soon. He's he's going to Business Insider. But there's a he there's a guest he frequently has on or actually two guests. Uh, Lucas Shaw that writes for Bloomberg. And Matt Bellany that writes for Puck News, and they have well it 's mostly Matt's show, but Lucas is on most weeks uh, it's on the ringer Network and it's called the town and it is so so good in terms of like media industry analysis, focusing mostly on kind of like New Hollywood and like the streaming era comes out twice a week it 's a pithy thirty minutes super smart analysis um i don 't know why I just never got into was it it called downstream right jason and Mm -hmm. but julia alexander is frequently a guest on the town and she's so smart and and really really uh like savvy with this kind of stuff like it is such a good show uh so i would strongly recommend that you work that into your uh podcast listening rotation it's called the town from uh the ringer podcast network
1: yeah and i'm I'm, uh, familiar with it but have not had not had not ever listened although everything about it sounds great
0: but no uh lucas uh from bloomberg pointed out that yeah churn rates are going up and up and up for every streaming service in terms of inflation everybody's thinking everything's so expensive but yeah people aren't canceling netflix there was that one quarter like three quarters ago where everybody freaked out and they're like oh god netflix is doomed And they're like, oh, hey, we're going to crack down on password sharing and add an ad tier. And they're the only streaming service that's doing consistently great. Hmm. Even though everybody wants to slag on Netflix of being like, oh, this isn't top tier quality, everything. And it's not winning a million Emmys. Who cares? There's always something on Netflix for people to watch. I don't even watch that much stuff, but I can't imagine ever canceling Netflix until it goes above $20 a month. And then even then, probably not. Uh, and then, lastly, do you want to touch quickly on the God, this weird thing where Disney Plus is going to become like the everything app? Like they're experimenting with kind of putting some Hulu stuff in like a sixth tab in the Disney Plus app.
1: Yeah, so I've I've played around with this a little bit um, because we're we're watching Only Murders in the Building, mm-hmm. and of course, I've been doing that in the Hulu app, but you know we're part of the the disney bundle so now we've got the hulu tile in the disney plus app which is i think the way it it works basically everywhere else already outside the u.s right like hulu is called what like star or something and it's it's always operated basically as or well not always but like since the launch of disney plus is basically you know operated as like a tile within disney plus and that's the way it's going to work now going forward in the u.s and you know it's 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 a nice to have i can't say it's like some major change but you know having having a hulu show that you're watching just right in the disney plus app which i think is a is a nicer app than the the hulu app is yeah it just it's it's nice and convenient and i i do like having more and more content in a single app because that's one of the things that's still not very good about any kind of streaming box is switching between apps it's probably best on apple tv because just of because of how fast that device is but still it's kind of a it's kind of a pain to to switch between apps
0: yeah and that's the thing that always kind of has kind of been tricky for me is with the um cuz apple has tried a couple of times but they put a big effort into it 2 years ago where like the tv app they really wanted everybody to kind of integrate into it and I understand why, and, and Netflix has continued to say, no, no thank you. Because like you know that Apple's not giving them the data that they want, and they're doing it for kind of anti-competitive reasons, but if they just played ball and everybody just got along, it'd be a much better experience if you could just type in uh, uh Stranger Things and you just didn't have to have an awareness of what service it was on. That would be so much better. And if there was like, just a common interface for it, and if Apple would just be super generous on the branding so that people know that once they do find the thing they want to watch, that they know it's a Netflix show and that Netflix got their data that they want. And Apple, like, why, why can't everybody get along? This is the same reason why I find Roku so like contemptible because like, wasn't there a whole thing where they were in a fight with some streaming service and like some streaming service was going to disappear from Roku TVs because they weren't going to pay Roku enough just to let their app exist? Like some of that stuff is just, is kind of weird and sketchy. And it all ends up kind of not being helpful for the end user in the end. All right. And then the last thing, unless you have anything else. Um, um, no, don't think so. I think you got your LG OLED TV maybe six months or a year before I got mine.
1: Oh, I did? I don't know. Really?
0: You, you kind of bullied me into it. Or you, or you wouldn't stop talking to, or singing the praises of your fancy TV and then I had to get one.
1: I wonder if I can quickly pull up um, my um, November 23rd, 2017.
0: Oh, that's literally when I bought my... Okay, never mind. Maybe maybe, maybe there was some kind of sale. But yeah, I literally have had this television for six years, and it's still... The design of it looks like it's... An object from 20 years in the future. The color and every single thing about it is perfect. It is such a great TV. And I, this is the thing that bugs me. Have you ever, like, uh, so many other TVs? Like, it's, it is so cheap to get, like, just like a a 60 inch TV if you don't care about the quality. They're like $250 now. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And so many other TVs are so bad. I'm not even talking about the motion smoothing. Like if you watch anything where there's something on screen is like black or supposed to be dark. And like you just you really want to quiet the internal monologue of just being like, how do you live like this? Like it's the black levels six years in. I am still so pleased and amazed when watching something on this TV. It's so good,
1: yeah, the, and it's the, so old. the The example that comes to mind for me related to that is um, one of the episodes of the during the final season of Game of Thrones was this episode that's like all at night, mm-hmm. um, which which I really really enjoyed. But then a lot of the discourse after it came out was like, like, like basically like people like were complaining they like couldn't see anything. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And like that, I like I never thought that when watching it, I was like, "Oh, thanks, OLED."
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because everything's like they're like everything. Why is everything so gray? And right, why why does it look like my TV is is trying to fight being white? (laughs) Right. A spoiler alert: that's what an LCD TV is. (laughs) Right.
1: Um, Um. Yeah i I mostly agree with you about mine. I almost entirely agree with you. It's it is still a really great TV. the The two caveats with me are. One, mine, I don't think is going bad, but it does have like on the right hand side of the screen, it particularly if there's just a, like an all white or kind of light background in something there, there's, there's kind of like a, it's not like a bar, but it's almost like a vertical line where like the, the, the brightness is a little off so something and you tried
0: like there's an in tv menu like i think it's called like pixel refresher have you ever tried that
1: i don't i don't think it's related to um image retention or anything um and it's 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 you know most of the time it's not noticeable so i don't i don't really give it too much thought but that that is something i've noticed with mine just in terms of like the durability of it um and then the other thing, which is not really related to the TV, but, you know, we're, th- that TV's in a bigger space than it originally was. Like, I mean, I bought that TV when I was in a, you know, cozy one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco. And, you know, now I'm, you know, you know, not a huge house, but like a, you know, a, a bigger space. And the space that this TV's in, a 65-inch would be, I think, a little bit better, but... um. Well, so someday. why?
0: So, what is the? Because um, I I do remember because of the way that the TV is designed, the mounting points. Is there a way where you could get yourself a sixty-five or a seventy-inch, whatever the like the C, the new OLED, and just kind of cascade that one to the living room or the other room? Or we, would the mount points could, just not be right?
1: No, we 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 could totally do that. Um, I mean, because I I have a um a third party stand on that oled tv i don't i don't use the um because i think that the stand that it comes with the TV's just it's too low um mm-hmm. so i have um i can send you a link to this actually it's a it's a really nice um just third-party stand it's like one of the more popular ones on amazon um and it it basically uses like the, the um the what you would normally you know use like a wall mount uh, or what you would screw a wall mount into um on the on the back of the tv um so yeah I, I could swap in a um well actually no this one i guess is only up to 60 inches but i'm, I'm sure they make a version of this for bigger tvs
0: no no um, i mean the opposite which is that could you uh move the 55 inch oled into the living room like do, oh, do, are the yeah. are the mount points dead center on the tcl tv because otherwise they would be too the ones on the lg would be too low
1: well, the I, I believe that they are, and even if they're not, the the mount that's in the living room has um, you can you can adjust the TV horizontally. So um, we we could we could do that. Because um, your other complication,
0: I think, don't you have like the 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 sound bar that makes your? It's like it's like if like uh, LeBron was driving like a Mini Cooper, like kind well, of that would that really... would maybe
1: that actually well. It, this this could either <laughs> this this comment could either backfire on me or, um, be well received. Where I, I could make a comment about that sixty five inch TV making our sound bar look well, no, uh, the, less the ridiculously is, too big.
0: <laughs> well, no, here is the thing: you guys are watching episode, so you somehow have managed to decide you guys are going to continue episode two of the curse. You guys sat sat with it for a week, and then you make a passing comment, being. Oh, this living room is great, but it does the, the soundbar does look kinda weird. Have you ever noticed that? And you just, you just have to plant the seed and a week later you'll be you'll be like wheeling that home from Best Buy. <laughs> um
1: But but yeah, yeah. overall I, 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 I agree with you. It it's a it's a terrific TV. I think this OLED TV and my iPad Pro are like two of the older pieces of technology that I still have which basically are still like just as good as the day that i got them but the oled tv gets used way way more than the ipad does mm-hmm. but yeah no that was a that was a good that was a good purchase and how, how much um
0: 1699
1: yeah and I, I i mean i bet a i bet like a top of the line lg oled now is probably quite a bit less than that right
0: apparently the one that everybody is all over these days it's like the sony bravia a series or something apparently that's the, the one to get these well, days that, was, and that I, was
1: actually even i think even when we bought our lgs like in 2017 i i think even back then the wire cutter may have been recommending some kinds of, sony's been a popular oled option for for quite a while i remember
0: but the thing with the lgs is it just still it still gets me is just like the top half of the tv it's like it's like thinner than half an iphone like it's just it's insane yeah it's it it does it does terrify me um when we had to move it though
1: yeah i think see that's one thing of like moving our oled into the living room like i i just don't know about it being on the wall mount like that and oh my god oh no the, i had the, the process of getting it up onto that wall mount i can't even think of it.
0: <laughs> oh no i did that for a couple of years no that that's totally fine because the bottom of it is just don't hold it by the top because you, you'll snap it but the bottom it has like all the electronics in the back so that part's actually pretty sturdy
1: so the best i'm looking up the best oled tv now from the wire cutter now they're all in on a um a Samsung, no, oh, thumbs, but, but no, Sam no. Samsung is dead to me in terms of TVs after that experience we had. With stop, them. stop. Um, but this That's is my fault. But this, I mean, but but for price comparison's sake, th- their recommendation is a sixty-five inch. That's like sixteen hundred bucks. So, you know,
0: well, but you, I appreciate that they at least at least put the best OLED for the money. Again, throw that that those final two words out. Not like in a spendy way, but just as in a like this. This is a, a product you're going to have with you maybe for a decade. You, that's not the spot where you're going to save four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're going backwards in numbering. So the LG C3 is nineteen fifty for a sixty-five inch. That's actually not bad.
1: And is, is is C3? Is that the that's that's the one people like? Oh, I'm still getting the wire
0: cutter. It says runner up. If you want Dolby Vision, well, why wouldn't you? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah anyway. Nice. Great TV. Yep. All right. You got special? I kind of already
1: didn't mind. Um, I do. So your your comment about liking easy watches this time of year actually is kind of what made me think about this. Um, this is a good easy watch. Fixer upper. The hotel. Chip and Jojo bought, bought a hotel uh, a couple of years ago.
0: Is this different than the castle?
1: It is same same idea, but instead of fixing up a castle, they're fixing up a hotel. And it's is it like, also in Waco? Also in Waco. Yeah, you know, the e- castle e- in Waco. Yes.
0: Do is there any do, do, do they and do they own the town of Waco? <laughs>
1: Just about. Um, right. Yeah, this, this you know each of these episodes is like twenty something minutes long. Nice, easy watch. I, th- I think I think you'd enjoy this one, and the uh, the last episode is coming out I think tomorrow. So you could you could binge this whole thing if you wanted to.
0: We will see. I canceled Max after um, Succession wrapped up. Mm. I'm normally not a churner, but it just there's nothing on HBO that appeals to me. Ashley, what 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 else on Max is good right now? If you're trying to convince somebody to sign up for this
1: have you heard of sesame street carlos
0: i have i've heard have heard of elmo and didn't care for it
1: well that i mean if if this household tried to cancel max there would be riots in the street and not 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 from the lady friend and i um but I mean, kidding aside, that that is the main thing. Well, and they actually, I mean, we you know we watch we watch some Food Network stuff, and that's we we watch all that through Max now. So,
0: wait, are they actually? So there's something called CNN Max now. Are they actually streaming like, honest to goodness CNN? Because I know they refused to do that I for a very long think, time.
1: I think they've like started kind of doing that. Um, like I think maybe maybe anderson cooper's on that now with some kind of time delay or something i i i don't know i've i've not real. i've tired a little bit of cnn's streaming strategy and keeping up with what that is
0: why is cnn max part of a
1: news beta
0: all right i'll take it under advisement or i might let my, I might try to catch one episode falling off the back of a truck, and if it ends up being good, I'll sign back
1: up. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, nice, lighthearted watch.
0: Um, And then as a reminder of what I would mentioned earlier, Uh, yeah, The Town is a fantastic podcast twice a week, pithy and uh, super informative.